is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Just to let you know, um, this morning, um, I'm not going to be speaking on uh, well-being. That's our series that we're doing currently. Uh, we're going to skip that this week, and we're going to resume it next week. And there's reasons for that, um, but you'll no doubt get to hear about that later on. So um, I've just, Graham's just given me an opportunity just to speak and share with you what is on my heart. So I'd like to do that this morning, if, if that's okay. Um, lovely. Hallelujah. Praise God. Really enjoyed this morning. Thank you, guys, for those who uh, brought something, Sarah, Rachel, uh, I don't want to forget any names, Rachel, Sarah, and David, Caroline. Thank you so much. It's really, really great when we respond to what God's put on our heart and we share it with the body. Because that's what it's intended for. It's there to help the body to hear from God. And we all have a part to play in that, so thank you so much for that. Okay. Um, I don't know about your week, but this week has been a great week. And it's, it's, I've really enjoyed uh, praying and this week of prayer and fasting. And for all those who are able to make it, and, and no doubt you enjoyed that as well. And it's been really great, not only to be online praying with people, but also in person. And I've really enjoyed the impersonal meetings. There's just a different dynamic to them. Um, and just being in, in the presence of others, the, the atmosphere is, is, is amazing. And we had some really amazing times of prayer this week. So I want to thank those who've made that happen. Thank you for working behind the scenes and, and being in, involved in that to, to make it happen. And all those that have been involved, and I know that some uh, were finding it difficult, but nevertheless, uh, it's been a really, really good week this week. Um, so... During the prayer time this week, on a particular evening, I just felt God's uh, Holy Spirit just lay um, some scriptures on my heart. And as we were praying, um, I just mulled them over in my heart and said, basically, Lord, what, what, what are you saying here? You know how often some, sometimes God speaks to you, and you're not really sure what, the, what, what, what he's trying to say through that scripture or what he wants to reveal to you in that scripture. And it's very much like that for me. And so I just kept quiet and just waited on God as we were praying. And then um, I, I, I began to pray. I just began to pray as God laid this on my heart. And I've got some scriptures we're going to be looking at. And we'll be looking at them in a minute. So if you've got your Bibles with you or you've got your mobile or you've got, you want to scroll to, to the scriptures, that'd be great. So I'll come on to that in a minute. So I'm in this prayer meeting. Um, I wonder if we could switch the lights one more level up. I'm just sort of conveying my age to you now because the, the eyes are squinting a little bit here just to see what I've written down. Um, and then as, I, as, as uh, we, we prayed, I, I prayed what God had put on my heart. And then on a subsequent um, evening, there was, um, I think that was on the Wednesday, we were at the, the church in Micklover. And Graham was leading that, that time there with David. And we had a wonderful time of worship. In fact, we didn't, we didn't really actually pray a great deal. 
We did pray some, but it was more just being in the presence of God and just allowing God to come, pretty much like this morning, um, to come in the midst of us and, and just touch our lives and refresh us. And uh, Graham's probably not aware of this, but there was a phrase he used, which again, tied in with what God had put on my heart. And then I sort of began to think, Lord, what, what are you trying to say here? What am I missing? What am I, what am I not understanding here? And so because of that, over the days, I began to sort of like pray a bit more into it and ask God to speak to me uh, about it. And, um, and he, he's put this desire in my heart just to share that with you this morning. Um, we're going to turn to the scriptures now to give you some kind of context um, about this. And you'll find it in Matthew chapter 9, verse 14 to 17. In fact, it's in all three of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the synoptic, can't get it out, synoptic, can't get it out, never mind, I need some water. Um, all, all those three Gospels. I'm going to read this scripture to you, and then we're going to just look at it very briefly. So Matthew chapter 14 Sorry, 9, verse 14 to 17. Then John's disciples came and asked him, How is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. Verse 16. No one sews a patch of unshunk cloth, cloth on an old garment, for, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst and the wine will run out. And the... And the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. And if you read these three accounts in the different Gospels, you'll see they are f very, very familiar. There's slight differences in some, some of them, but mainly it's the same thing. And what stuck out on my heart was this, and it's in each of the three accounts, in Matthew, in Mark, and in Luke. And this is what it says, and it's towards the end. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins. They pour new wine into new wineskins. And that really caught my, my attention. And I know that all of us have been through a difficult time. COVID-19 and lockdown and Omicron and, and, and it's different variants that are going to continue with us and to be with us. And we've, we've all suffered to some degree uh, and people have lost loved ones. There's been fear and anxiety, worry and loneliness and all these things have affected us and how we approach life. It's taken a toll on us all. And for some, it's been especially difficult with many of us um, really struggling and suffering physically as well as spiritually. 
We seem to have lost our spiritual rhythm. And the Holy Spirit is saying, come afresh to me. Come afresh to me. He's saying, come. And this morning, we've heard uh, from our hearts that expression, Holy Spirit, come. Lord, come. Guess what? God is saying the same thing. Come. Come. And he's saying, come and be filled with the new wine. Come to me and be filled afresh and anew. He doesn't want to pour his blessings on the old. He wants to pour his blessings on the new. Maybe the old wineskins have become tired and worn. And our love and intimacy for God maybe has waned a little. And we've lost that sense of rhythm and of God's presence in our lives and direction. Maybe life's worn you down in these last two years. Maybe you've done okay. That's great. But God doesn't want us to be worn down and without him. He wants us to be full of him. And the time has come to renew ourselves in the Holy Spirit. God is calling us to be renewed and have a new sense of love and intimacy with him. And we've experienced that a little bit this morning. We've encountered him this morning. But he wants more. He wants to pour out more upon you. I believe the Holy Spirit is going to bring change in us individually and corporately as a church. But we have to put the old wineskins aside. We have to put the old nature aside. We have to put the old ways aside in order to receive the new. What does it mean? If I'm honest, I'm not quite sure, but I'm comforted by the fact that when the Holy Spirit speaks, he's in charge and everything will work out. All I know is that things are going to be different within the church. This is already uh, started. We're beginning to do, do things differently. It's not, not the norm. It's, 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 it's actually opposite to the norm. Example, Love Derby and what God is calling us to do through that in reaching out to others. Don't let change rob you of what God wants to do in the midst of us. And more importantly, what he wants to do within you and within me through his Holy Spirit. I believe we're stepping into a new era, not just a new season, a new era, where, we, where the Holy Spirit will be asking us to do something that probably we're not used to doing. It's contrary to what we're used to doing. And we just have to trust him as he leads and guides us. Amen? That's difficult, folks. It's difficult for me. Change is never easy to manage. But God is on the move, Jubilee. God is on the move. And through this time of prayer, I want to encourage you. The, the, the prayer points that we had that David put together, quite helpfully, are still available online, I believe. Why not just click on that and download it and keep that for the rest of the year? And keep that in your, those points uh, in, in your prayers. 
Because it's, it's fine having a week of prayer and fasting. It doesn't end there. This is not the end, guys. This is the start of what God wants to do within Jubilee Church, within your life and within my life. And it's exciting. And I'm looking forward to it. I want to meet with God just as you want to meet with God. We want to be in that place where God is moving through his church, reaching this city. We can't do it without him. We can't do it without him. Are we ready for that? Are we ready for that? I hope so. But what it demands is that we respond to the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you, in the coming weeks and the coming months, as the Holy Spirit speaks to you, please just don't, don't just sit there. Be obedient. Even if it's the first time God's speaking to you and, you, and, and you're not sure, you're not going to lose anything out, but you're going, to be, you're going to profit from that. Come out. I believe that God is going to be speaking more and more to the body. And we need to hear what he's saying. Yeah, we as leaders, we'll pray, we'll seek God, and we'll hear from God. But he's also expecting you guys to have your ears open, your spiritual ears, and your spiritual hearts open. During the week also, I got a picture uh, and a sense, um, and it was of a, a stony heart. Not a heart that was, that was completely hard, uh, to God, but in parts had become stony. A heart that had become complacent. A heart that had become contented with the second best. A heart that had the, the ability to respond to God, but struggled to grasp and take hold of all that God had for them. And there could have been all sorts of reasons that prevented that happening. And it's time, it's time to take hold of what God wants to do in our hearts and in our lives. This morning, I want us to encourage you this morning to, to just reach out to God this morning. We've already been doing that. And I believe we've got a little bit more time to sing maybe one song, um, if Graham is okay with that. And I'd, I'd, what I wanted to do is I want this to be personal between you and God. I want you to reach out. Maybe you've got a stony heart this morning, in part. And there's things that, you know, you, you need to, God needs to do in, in, in your life. Maybe you're, you're, you've got a concern and a worry and you know that you've been robbed over these last few years. Maybe the rhythm, your rhythm with your relationship with Christ has suffered a little bit. It's time to come back on track. It's time to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. It's time to step into what God's got for us. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk and come along on any Sunday morning.